0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
1: I love intuition. I I think it's one of the greatest tools humans can ever have. What do you think?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, that's why your work really has always resonated with me so much is because this application of intuition really just can up-level all parts of our life. You know, whatever you're doing, whether it's spiritual stuff or voting or seeing through all the chaos in the world today,
1: and there's lots of chaos out there, to be sure. Well, let's get your defini- definition on intuition. What, what is it?
0: So, you know, and this, one, of the, one of the things, the challenges that I face with intuition is that, you know, we've all, for so long, sort of lacked this common definition. So many people are, you know, are so confused about intuition because, you know, is it a gut feeling? Is it a knowing? Is it telepathy? Is it psychic? And it has so many manifestations in the world that it can be difficult for people to wrap their brains about, around it, which is sort of why I came out with this idea of radical intuition in, in my new book, because it wraps all of that stuff into sort of one comprehensive understanding as intuition, as this sort of connection to our higher understanding that complements our intellect. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, you know, counteract it. It works with it to, to enable us to kind of move into this sort of higher awareness where we can do, excuse me, impossible things.
1: And your book just came out, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, today. <laughs> it's our birthday. Great
1: great timing, huh? Yeah. What uh, what do you think of individuals intuition? Are we born with it or do we develop it? Where, where does it come from?
0: Both. So, so I always say that every single human being who's ever walked this planet is born with intuition. We all have it. It's an innate cognitive function that for some reason has atrophied and we haven't developed it. You know, we've sort of gone on this path with humanity where we have put all our eggs in the basket of the mind and the rational thinking. So, you know, we've taught ourselves to be smart. We've gone to school. We've sent our kids to school for 13 years. But we never teach them how to use their intuition. So it kind of just falls away. Or, you know, we even so, go so far to say it's not real. You know, so we've really been conditioned out of our intuition in so many ways. And now I really see this as a time for reckoning we're moving back into this intuitive space to rebalance those two kind of sides of our brain.
1: Would you say you're intuitive, Kim?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think pretty much everything I've done in my life has been through my intuition. <laughs> so it's one, like early on, you know, I didn't realize what I was doing, and I just kind of thought, you know, I'm winging it, I'm flying by the seat of my pants, it's all just kind of working out for me. But over time I realized, no, I was, I've just been following my intuition all these years, and it's a really powerful thing if you can get into that headspace.
1: Absolutely. And what was it that got you to literally use intuition as a
0: career? Yeah, well, you know, as a young person, I had a lot of metaphysical experiences, spiritual experiences. I was just kind of, I think, um, just energetically wired for this kind of stuff to come easily to me. So, you know, I always look at intuition, it's like, a, a, like another talent, like painting or playing a piano. Some people are born and they're just really naturally good at something, and other people just have to work a little to develop it but everybody has it and you know for me when I was younger this stuff just came naturally to me and it got to the point where I had to understand it to understand what was going on in my life I had to make sense of it and understand why I could do these things and that they were actually real and how they could happen so I kind of like became obsessed with intuition from a very young age and um really spent most of my life trying to understand it and then ultimately share it with other people so that they could learn to develop and understand their intuition.
1: Kim, is gut reaction the same as intuition?
0: It is. It's one of the, it's one of the different ways that, w- that our intuition speaks to us. You know, it can talk to us through our hearts and our minds and our bodies, and when we have those gut reactions, that's kind of a combination of our emotions and our bodies speaking to us, alerting us to a certain course of action or a certain way to process information.
1: But how many people do not listen to that intuition?
0: <laughs> like, well, all of us, let's be honest. There's <laughs> there so many times, right? Shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? Yeah, exactly. You look back in, in hindsight and be like, oh, I knew that person was like creepy or I knew I shouldn't have done this. And, and now, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. So part of the process of intuitive development is getting more in tune with those little nudges and gut reactions so that when they do come... We recognize them and we don't have to learn the hard way
1: now do you train people to understand that intuitive power
0: I do absolutely that's that's pretty much most of what I do is is you know really starting at all levels all level, you know whether you're new to intuition or whether it's something you've been doing your whole life you can always get better at it so I've really worked for years you know I, I always say I'm like been hacking intuition with intuition lab I've been trying to understand it we've been experimenting we've been working with group cohorts to really push those limits to see, you know, what we're capable of doing in terms of that intuitive development. Kind
1: of take us through a refresher on how you build up somebody's intuitive ability.
0: Well, (laughs) the first thing we have to do in order to start to build your intuition is be able to hear it and listen to it. And so the first thing I would say to anybody who's interested in, uh, you know, really tuning into their intuition and amping up that signal is to slow down and create more white space in your life, more empty space, because it's in the stillness that your intuition speaks. Whether you're in the shower, when you get those little ideas that pop in your head, or you're going for a walk, or sitting in the car, you'll notice that it's only in those times where you quiet your mind that your intuition has a chance to get in. Because it's just something you receive. You don't have to go get a PhD to use your (laughs) intuition. It's something that will just come to you. It just arrives if you open to it. So opening to it and just... Unplugging from the chaos, stop, stop like getting into that on that um, hamster wheel of life and slow down a little bit that's really the first key step to opening up your intuition.
1: do children have intuitive powers too
0: yeah, yeah, I mean more more than anyone' children come in so naturally intuitive, and I know probably a lot of readers out there have had kids or had their own experiences when they were children with imaginary friends or just being able to sense things or know things and be feeling real connected with life and we sort of, like I said, we condition that out of the young people. And it's so important that we stop doing that because we're really cutting ourselves off from this whole dimension of experience as human beings.
1: What about the ability of people when they're in this intuitive state to be able to predict things and things like that?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's a really interesting conversation you know, we were just having, like about Nostradamus and all these things. And I'm excited yeah. to chime in here because. You know, it's a great example of how, you know, of a person who is able to sort of tap into that um, sort of superconscious data bank of information. So, you know, we, with intuition, we can understand it as, you know, we all kind of know, we have modern science, contemporary science has taught us that information is out there, can't, energy can't be created or destroyed, everything that's ever happened has already happened, will happen, all of that is data, and it's information that's sort of stored in a kind of cloud. So to speak, we want to use you know technology analogies.
1: Do animals have intuition?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we all do, right? You know, and uh, we all have the capacity to kind of tap into that and download it when you know when the time is right.
1: But but you know, I I've seen uh, cats and dogs figure out something before it happens. Right. So they have this ability too.
0: Yeah, you know, how many times has your dog been just sitting by the door waiting for you to get home before he could ever see you, right? Or he just knows you're going to be there. He has that connectedness. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think actually human beings are are the ones that actually repress it. I think if we get into a more intuitive state, we could have better relationships with our animals and intuitively know their needs and their connections.
1: Do things happen to us to repress it?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that... (laughs) I think that's a, big, that's a big, deep question because, you know, the really, you have to ask yourself of why it's been repressed, why we are repressing it, if it's, you know, something that's been culturally conditioned for a reason or if it's just an accident. But throughout life, um, you know, even in our own lives, we're, we're told that our intuition isn't real and that it's something that um, is scary or spooky, right? You're going to get possessed by the devil and, you know, it, nothing can be further than the truth. I mean, you're never safer than when you're in the hands of your own intuition.
1: Well, absolutely true. Interesting. Now, what do you mean by intuition revolution?
0: Uh, so that's my big thing right now. And even though, like, we're getting shut down on Facebook for using that word, I, you know, I've been using it for so long. But really so apropos. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I think everything tagged revolution right now is just like, no. Nope. Oh,
1: I see. <laughs> I see what you mean. Okay.
0: Yeah. So somehow I've gotten lumped in with all of that stuff. So that's been interesting. But, you know, this has been a concept that I've been working with for decades. Because to me right now, Intuition is creating a revolution. You know, I call it an inner revolution. And, but in so many ways, you, you, you know, and I saw this working in technology because, you know, I'm one of these interesting people that, you know, I have my background is in technology, but I also have this really, you know, uh, spiritual side that's really um, sort of controversial in a lot of ways to some people. But working in technology, I started to notice over the last 10 years that intuition is this word that kept coming up over and over and over again as this kind of new holy grail. We're getting to this place where we're data-saturated, machines are going to be smarter than we are, so intuition is becoming this valuable thing that everybody wants to understand. So getting into this place, it's really important right now that we, that we see this shift happening where people are becoming more intuitive and honoring this intuitive side of us, and it's making huge shifts in the way that we live and relate and create in the world.
1: Do you think successful people are more intuitive than folks who might not be successful?
0: Yeah, I always say that intuition is the difference between being good and being great. Intuition is what you know makes you extraordinary, what shows you how to lead the way and create new things and do new things, as opposed to following other people and doing what everybody else is doing. So it really is one of these signature characteristics of greatness.
1: I like that. And uh, it it really makes a difference in your life. It does. It, it, when people have hunches, is that intuition as well?
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. So that's kind of like, these, all these things are like little calling cards of intuition. So you'll get these hunches, you'll have these kind of knowings, and that's your intuition trying to tell you something, trying to like start building a relationship with you so you start listening. Like, hey, I can give you information beyond what your senses can do, beyond this moment in space and time. So listen, open up to me. So the more you honor those hunches, the more they'll come. So intuition's like that. Like the more you use it, the better it gets.
1: It sure does. Now, let's talk about the ability for people to really use their intuition all the time. Can they use it, uh, you know, in their jobs, in their relationships, going to Las Vegas, all over the place?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, it is something that's meant to be used 24-7. You know, it's not just something you have to sit down with your crystal ball and meditate, you know. It's one of those things that... <clears throat> It's just part of our daily life, and the more you use that, like the, the more aligned you become, right? So that's what's so interesting about it is you know you talk about people who I don't know what to do with my life, I don't know what my purpose is. Well, your intuition does. Your intuition knows what you were made for. Your intuition knows what your highest potential is, and it's always trying to guide you to that. So if you listen to these nudges and the open doors that come. In life, And gradually you're going to find out like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm happier. I'm, I feel like myself. I feel self-actualized. I'm authentic. So intuition creates that whole kind of pathway and that's how it's linked to your success and being extraordinary because you are aligned. You know, you're not off doing these crazy things that are wasting your energy or shutting down or, you know, getting you into darker or heavier or blocked places.
1: We're talking to Kim Chesney. Her book is called Radical Intuition. She also has written the Psychic Workbook. I'll talk with you about that a little bit later on, Kim, because that's okay, kind of right? fascinating, too. I yeah. guess you consider yourself psychic, too, then, huh?
0: Well, I mean, I, I, as much as I say, yeah, I'm, and everyone's psychic. We are all psychic. We just have to learn how to use it.
1: Is there a science behind intuition?
0: Yeah, there definitely is. And, and um, you know, I think with quantum physics, we're going to see more and more of that coming out. I think there's going to be more of an understanding that, you know, I call intuition quantum thinking, that, you know, sort of regular linear thinking is like Newtonian physics, whereas intuition is like the quantum physics, where we can, we don't have to go, like, through the formula to get to the answer. We can go through the wormhole to get to the answer spontaneously. So It really is going to become something, I think, with time and the more that we learn about quantum realities and quantum processes, that intuition is going to fit right into all of that.
1: Where does it come from? Does it come from the physical brain, or does it come from something else outside of the brain?
0: Yeah, no, that's a really great question. Um, I I believe, you know, and and great people have had different perspectives on this, like Paramahansa Yogananda calls intuition the soul's power of knowing God— It's been called the language of God. Truly, whatever your belief is, and that higher power intuition is your connection to that.
1: What about the fact that uh, some scientists are saying that we may live in a holographic universe, Mm -hmm. uh, some kind of a matrix? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, where does intuition come from then?
0: Yeah, so it's really, you know... (laughs) We're living in these bodies, right? And we process all of our information normally through our senses and our, and our reactions to our reality. But intuition is sort of like our, our secret weapon because it allows us to move beyond this reality, this illusion, Maya, or whatever you want to call it, that we're living in, the simulation. So it's really our connection to what's beyond the simulation. So when we talk about a higher power, we talk about a higher proof, uh, what's out there is our is our ability to connect with that through our intuition. So um, it's really interesting, the things that you can discover that might seem fantastical or irrational, but that's why. It's because it wasn't made for this world. It was made for beyond this world.
1: Kim, give us a story of a successful intuitive event that has occurred either with you or somebody you know where they used their intuition and maybe helped their life or saved their life or something.
0: Oh, you know, and there's been so many examples. Um, you know, in my book, I talk about a woman named Jessica who, um, you know, this is one of the, you know, talking about saving a life, which made me think of this is one of the most profound um, stories of intuition that I like to share. She was, you know, living and working in Washington, D.C. as a barista, and she was walking home one night, late at night, and it was like midnight. She was down in uh, DuPont Circle, and she, she was walking through the streets, and she noticed a police car up ahead. Something inside her just said, you know what? You should just go and ask that cop to drive you home.
1: She started having a bad feeling. Without keep walking, something's wrong.
0: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just just go and get a ride home with this police officer. But she said no, and she talked herself out of it. She said, no, I'm young. I take kickboxing. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I'm just being paranoid. And most of all, she said to herself, she said, the universe will protect me. I'll be fine. So she kept walking. And soon enough she noticed this man walking behind
1: her. Oh, boy. And
0: she started to feel really uncomfortable, and he started getting closer, and she ended up, like, turning to go down the side street to her house, and he attacked her. Um, she knew
1: inspiring. it. She knew it.
0: She knew it. And this is what is so interesting, because luckily, you know, a neighbor heard, and she, you know, she was rescued before, like, any serious damage happened. But she said, Kim, she's like, I knew it. You know, I knew I should have taken that, taken that. And, there, and the two takeaways from this that are really profound is that, first of all, she said that she thought the universe was going to protect her, but guess what? The universe was already protecting her by giving her that intuition.
1: Yep. Right? It was. She and just didn't really, act on it. She didn't act she on didn't it.
0: She didn't act on it. So she so was trying to, but then the other side of that is if she had gone and gotten in that car and gotten a ride home, she would have never known that she wasn't crazy right? Because she would have never known that that was a potential. She would have just gotten home safely. So that's why it's tricky sometimes to get these validations with intuition. We don't really know how much is at stake sometimes. But that story is a really good example of why we should listen, even if it doesn't necessarily make any sense in the moment. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.